Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continued Shi'urim, our learning in the Sefer Lukut Moharan. We last left off in Torah 7, learning yet another wondrous episode of Rabbah Barachana, and we were about to dive in to the depths of that happening. In brief review, Rabbah Barachana said that a merchant said to him, Come and I will show you Harsinai, Mount Sinai, the famous mountain upon which the Torah was given to the Jewish people. We went and saw that it was encircled by scorpions as tall as white mules. And then I heard a heavenly voice, a baskol, come out and said, Oy to me that I took an oath, but now I have taken an oath. Who can nullify it for me? And the Rashbam adds that took an oath on that piece is talking about the Jewish people being exiled. So what exactly is happening in this Gemara in Bava Basra? Let's find out. When the story says, meaning, come, I will show you Harsinai, what does this mean? This is the concept of advice. Because there, on Mount Sinai, that's where we received the 613 commandments or pieces of advice for Jewish living. When the story continues, this is talking about the advice from the serpent, from the snake. Advice from evil people, from evil individuals. Because through their hands, you will not be able to receive advice from righteous individuals, which is referred to as the true seed. And they were as tall, those scorpions were as tall as white mules. This is referring to the tzitzis, the, the strings that we put on the corners of our garments. Because tzitzis are a protection from the negative advice from the serpent, meaning against immorality. Like our rabbis say in Masechus Menachos, which is a greater punishment, of the white or of the blue, meaning which strings on the tzitzis, the white strings or the blue strings, the, the strings of tzitzis, and they answer, This can be compared to a person that is commanded to bring a golden seal. The seal is likened to the blue thread, the tcheles, and a clay seal, which is connected to the white threads. This is the language of donkeys, of chamre, which is the same language as chomer vatit, of lime and mud, or clay. Chivarta hainu lavan. This is talking about white, meaning the white strings of the tzitzes. Kiachshav. Because now, today, those white strings are the main fulfillment of the mitzvah of tzitzis. Parenthetically, when Chazal said, today, the fulfillment is mostly with the white strings, they were correct, of course. And when Rabbi Nachman said, today, the major fulfillment of tzitzis is with the white strings, he was also correct. And even today, when we together say today, in the year 2020, that's also true. We do see some tcheles coming up, which really was restarted by the Redzina Rebbe. And now there are a few different shitas, a few different opinions of how to make the tcheles. But even given those, and whether you wear tcheles or not, we know that the primary modality of 
Fulfilling the mitzvah of tzitzis is through the white strings. Adding yet another layer, the tcheles, the Gemara Menachos says that the tcheles will remind you of the ocean, and the ocean will remind you of the sky, and the sky will remind you of the color of the kisei hakavod. So you're thinking through this beautiful string that starts from the ground, from physicality, and goes up to the highest levels of spirituality. Now the Kabbalah teaches, as we've learned before, malchus, that connection between the upper spheros and the physical world, is, is exactly that, is the tcheles. Tcheles represents malchus, kingship. And yet on the other hand, the white strings, the white strings represent emes. Why do the white strings represent emes? Truth. Because they occur naturally that way. There's no process to get them to become white. You can clean them, that's true, but that's making white even whiter. With the tcheles, on the other hand, there's a white thread, and then there's a dyeing process, and there's a removal process from the animal from which they come. Which animal is that? That's not for now. But I do, of course, recommend you dive into the idea of the chilazon and what is that? What are tcheles? How does it work? Can we fulfill that mitzvah today? It's a beautiful limud for another time. So noting that the blue strings are malchus, the kingship, and the white strings are emes. So we see that white corresponding to the white mules, which were the size of the scorpions that surrounded Harsinai, it seemed, remember the scorpions are the nachash, the nachash is bad advice. White is truth, is emes. Emes, as we learned, truth is the tzaddikim, the advice from righteous people is called truth. So it seemed that the scorpions, the nachash, the negative advice from the evil individuals, appeared to be like these Tzadikim, the advice that the negative Rashaim were giving, seemed to be like the advice of, of righteous individuals. It's hard to tell the difference. The scorpions seemed like white mules, meaning the bad advice appeared like tremendous advice. A huge part of our challenge in life is to find the difference between what's true and good and awesome and what's evil and negative and not good for the world even when they sometimes look the same. They look to be as legitimate as the other. These scorpions looked to be at least the size of these white mules. The Rashaim, the evil individuals, looked to be as great as certain tzaddikim and the counsel that they give. One of the commentaries in Lakute Moran notes that when the Jewish people lived in the land of Israel and had the Beis HaMikdash, there was an absolute union between the Tcheles and the Lavan between the Malchus, the kingship that was run, a Jewish-run nation, which is the faith. Remember, you follow the Tcheles along. Tcheles is the ocean. The ocean comes to the sky. The sky comes to the Kisei HaKavod. This reminds you of that process. And the idea of truth, the white strings, the truth. There was an absolute union between them. The Sanhedrin were our leaders, and they were accepted, and we were able to go to them and understand what the truth was supposed to be. However, when we went into Gullis, into exile, so then we lost the Tcheles. We lost the Chilazon. We didn't know what the Chilazon was anymore. And that marriage between faith, between the Tcheles, the blue, and the white, the Lavan, the Emes, was, was lost. Our job now is to try to recreate that marriage, to bring those two pieces back together. Today, we don't have a universally accepted Chilazon, meaning we don't have Faith. We're lacking in faith as a Jewish people, but we do have the white, the truth, 
white is still there. The truth is still there. So it's our job, those white strings of the tcheles, it's our job to use what we do have. We don't have the marriage, but we have the white strings, the tcheles, that MS is what should be leading the battle call, is the number one priority when it comes to figuring out what I should be doing. How do I beat the advice of the Yetzir Hara, of the Nachash, of the Roshayim? Negative advice is through searching for truth. And the story continues that I heard a Baskol, a heavenly voice, come out and she said, Woe is me that I made an oath, I made a promise. Perish Rabbeinu Shmuel. And as the Rashbam adds, as we learn together, Al Hagalus, Al Yicholin Lavo Tzadikim, The Rashbam explains that this promise is actually a promise of the Almighty regarding the exile. Because through Tzitzis, one can come to the advice of the real Tzadikim, which are the concept of truth. And through truth, we can come to this concept of faith, which we're lacking today. Remember, we're missing faith. The very beginning of the Torah talks about a lack of faith is what brought Gullus, is what brought the exile. So to build faith, we have to strive for truth. And through this faith, comes the redemption. And it was because of this that Rabbi Barachana heard Hashem almost regretting, if, he, if it could be, the, the Gullus, the exile. Why? The Tzitzis, the Chamri Chivarta, caused all of this. That our lack of ability to connect to MS led to a lack of ability to have Emuna, faith, and therefore we were sent and continued to be in Gullus, in exile. Connecting this to an earlier concept is the idea of the zera, the zera emes, the true seed. The reproductive seed that we speak of is white. White is the truth, but there's also zera that is not zera emes, that is not true seed, coming from the rashaim, from the evil side of sources. And when you receive that advice from an evil individual, it's accepting something that is just not true, even though it can appear, as we saw in the story, can appear just as great as the truth. We have to work hard to try to figure out what is true, what is false, what is real, what is not real, what is positive and good for the world, and what is, God forbid, negative and destructive. Please, God, we should have the strength to push forward in our pursuit of truth and the ability to follow the truth therein. Wishing everyone a beautiful day filled with a lot of MS.